Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie D. Today, we're coming at you once again to talk about... Pizza. Pizza. Yeah, a flat thing that's also a dinner. Natalie, what's pizza? Ah, I'm glad you asked. Pizza is a savory dish of Italian origin consisting of a flattened base of leavened wheat-based dough topped with tomatoes, cheese, and various other ingredients baked at a high temperature, and then you eat it. So the definition of pizza is that it's topped with tomatoes and cheese. And various other ingredients. So the the trio of bread, leavened bread made of wheat. Yes. So wheat bread, tomatoes, cheese seems to be the definition of pizza. Do you agree with that? Sure. I think that most pizzas have some kind of tomatoes on it. I think that a lot of people agree with that definition of pizza. Are you a pizza purist? What do you mean? Do you think there is a set number of ingredients that are possible on a pizza? Do you think No, that- I don't give a fuck. And you know what? Honestly, I don't like pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I'm was- going to get that out of the way here at the beginning of this podcast. I don't even like pizza. I was wondering how long it would take us to get to that. You've said on many occasions that you don't like pizza. What is it about pizza you think? It just doesn't move me like it moves other people. And, like, I've had bad pizza, and and when it's good pizza, it's fine. But it's not something where I'm like, I want to have a meal, and I want it to be pizza. I, I literally never say that. The combination of the carbs in the bread and the salt and the cheese and the fat and when you cook tomatoes you know it breaks down the starches and so you get sweetness in the sauce the combination of all that is to me it's very it's like serotonin generating you know what i'm saying the combination of all those ingredients is something that my brain recognizes as a really good food right well i mean i don't like cheese that much i'm like not a cheese person and so like all of the cheese on it like it's not a selling point for me and then also i'm really super picky about like tomato sauce like if the sauce isn't good then i can't deal with it bad tomato sauce like really makes my pussy dry (laughs) and and so like take a gamble on it and i'm not in the mood to gamble if i have to if it's my dinner i don't want to take a gamble and have something show up and not and not be into it The tomato sauce is very important. If you have watery tomato sauce, it doesn't work. If you have not enough tomato sauce, it doesn't work. If you have tomato sauce that it tastes like somebody has put sugar in. Yeah. Don't ever put sugar in your tomato sauce. That Just cook it longer and it will make its own sugars in the sauce and it doesn't taste weird. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So when you have tomatoes, tomatoes are acidic, right? And then they have carbohydrates in there. And the longer you cook them, the long chains of carbohydrates break down into shorter chains, which are, you know, if you have monosaccharides or disaccharides, those are sugar. Sure. They taste sweet. Yeah. So you don't need to add sugar. You just need to cook your fucking sauce before you... And so, like, I'm just not into it. It's, like, not my favorite food. There's, like, a million things I'd rather have. I'd rather have a can of tuna fish, honestly. (laughs) I cannot eat canned fish. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Did I tell you why I can't eat canned fish? Um, I don't think you ever did. I had 
a time in my life when I didn't have very much money uh-huh. and I was going to school and because I didn't have any money, I was living across town from school, literally across town, the other side of town from the school I was going to. And so I would drive over there. And of course, if you're on a college campus, you could go to McDonald's or you could go to Subway or something. And I was at a point in my life where I couldn't go and eat Subway every day. Right. This was prior to the introduction of the $5 footlong, but nevertheless, <laughs> I didn't have fi- I didn't have $5 every day. So what I would do is I would bring a can of tuna. Right. And they were like 49 cents or something. Sure, yeah. There was some kind of setup and I would go and I would eat that and I would get a a bagel out of the bag. Like a bag bagel. Because yeah. you get a bag of them for two bucks uh-huh. at the grocery. And I would take that in a tuna fish and I would put it in my car, like on the seat. Uh-huh. And I would go to class and I would come back halfway through because I had to drive. It was like 40 minutes away. So I would come back to my car and I would sit in my car in the parking garage and eat the tuna fish and the bagel in my car. And I can't eat bagels out of the bag anymore either. But there's just something like it was a very it was a very dark time in my life. I was having a really I was having a really bad time in college. Like it was snowing a lot. It was rough. And so I think my brain is like, oh the tuna fish did that. Well you know what I think it is is I don't think that it's that you don't like tuna fish or you have any I think you know what the problem is is that you're eating it straight out of the can. And so the root of that problem problem is that you don't like mayonnaise and so you don't turn it into tuna salad and that is why you don't like it at the time i was just cracking the can and i would pour the water out in the parking garage (laughs) (laughs) and i i wouldn't put any salt or anything on it but i mean it was just i mean brian wilson couldn't get out of bed i couldn't put salt on my tuna fish it's just sometimes you go through it you know what i'm saying i love tuna fish I legitimately love pizza. I have only seldomly had pizza that I didn't like. And I've I've had bad pizza and I've had a little bit of bad pizza and I was like, no, I'm not going to have more than one or two bites of it cuz it's legitimately bad. Right. What is the worst pizza, Natalie, that you've ever had? Probably like frozen pizza. I think frozen pizza is disgusting. Thinking about eating frozen pizza, like I'd rather not eat. When our daughter was very young, one of the few things she would eat, when you're a very little kid, texture is very important to you. Consistency is very important to you. And that's just the way your brain works, right? And so one of the few things she would reliably eat, and I was like, you know, you need 1,300 calories a day, you know, these vitamins, brain's not going to grow all this shit like you know you have to achieve whatever and so i would get these frozen pizzas for her and the crust was not it was like not leavened (laughs) it was the crust was essentially like play-doh and then i if it was me and i was making the pizza right right what i would have done because I like to cook and I am I'm not a snobby foodie guy 
But I like figuring out the best way to do something. If I'm going to use electricity or natural gas to heat my stove up and cook something, I'm going to figure out like the best way to do it yeah. because other because it's like you maximize your resources. Why have your food be seventy percent as good? When you can beep a different number on the stove and have it be 100% as good as you want it, right? Yeah, right. If it were up to me, I would have taken the frozen pizza and, like, put it in the stove and done this stuff. And maybe right at the end, like, broiled it on the top. Moved it up to the top rack and broiled it just to melt the cheese and kind of... And kind of make sure the tomato sauce cooks a little bit and brown the crust up a little bit, right? Right. But she wanted it microwave. So I, one time I was curious and I ate it and it was like a wet, it was like <laughs> a wet bagel from the cabinet with like ketchup on it and just <laughs> yeah. like tasteless Yuck. cheese. Yuck. Yeah, I can't deal with, like, box. Like, when I go over someone's, like, some kid's house, that's where I always encounter it the most, is I will walk into someone's house and they're making a frozen pizza. And I'm like, whoa, yuck. Well, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, and there are frozen pizzas that are better than others. I'm, th You know what, when I think about frozen pizza, what I'm thinking about is the one where it's, like, maybe a foot, a foot wide, and it's a circle, and it has the toppings all the way to the very, very edge, and then it has those little pepperonis that are cut up in cubes. The tombstone pizzas, yeah. the really low Ugh. end, the low end yeah. pizzas. Yeah, I know when I was in college, you could get, they had store brand, Kroger had store brand pizzas. You could bake them and they were like DiGiorno pizzas, which was like the big commercial one. And they said it was as, they're like, DiGiorno, we're as good as Pizza Hut. And it's like, mm-hmm. Like, oh, sounds great. Mm, great. <laughs> Kroger made one that was like store brand. So I used to get those that I was developing my gourmet. Yeah, sure. My gourmet uh, palette. Right, but, right. Uh, I think the worst pizza I personally ever had, the Tombstone pizza was bad, but I, it, I didn't get sick off of it. I was 10, which is the same age our daughter is now. I went to Chuck E. Cheese for a friend's birthday party and... The first thing I did is I showed up at Chuck E. Cheese and I looked around and there was a big mouse. There was like skee ball and there was like a bunch of toys in a glass case. And I walked around and I remember thinking, aren't we too old for this? We're like 10. I think my friend's turning 11. We're too old. Like we should be smoking already. Like this shit sucks. But my friend was like, no, come to Chuck E. Cheese. It's a great time for all ages or what, whatever their slogan is. It's fun to be a mouse, whatever they say. Right. Uh, we got this pizza and I had like a piece of the cheese pizza. And I was like, this is really bad. And I had diarrhea at Chuck E. Cheese. So that was probably... Chuck E. Cheese is disgusting. I actually have a fact about Chuck E. Cheese that I was looking up since you, since you mentioned it, though. Before I tell you my sweet fact, I would like to say that whenever I think of Chuck E. Cheese, I think about the ball pit, and I think about how the ball pit is probably the most filthiest place on the planet. <laughs> it is, without a doubt. There's, like, infinite amounts of boogers. And puke. And you know kids are barfing and, like, peeing in there, like, all the time. Absolutely, yeah. People who work there, like, after work are, like, hanging out to work and getting hand jobs and stuff in there. Oh, my God. I didn't <laughs> even think about that. And you know that there's no way to wash those balls. 
Do you think that they're gonna take all the balls out of the ball pit and mop it out and then clean all the balls individually? Fuck no, they're not gonna do that. I would not do that if I worked there. No. no. Chuck E. Cheese. It was founded by a dude named Nolan Bushnell, and he was the co-founder of Atari. He founded Chuck E. Cheese as a way to make more money off of game consoles. Oh, shit, really? And he made one of the first stand-up arcade games that has, like, the TV and the joystick. So he built it so he could have a business to put his arcade machines in. Right. Wow. There was also Showbiz Pizza, which was, like, the weird cousin of Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) Yeah. And Showbiz Pizza was founded by a dude named Aaron Fetcher, who was the guy who invented Whack-A-Mole. Oh, Jesus Christ. So both of them were basically just ways to get people to play their games. Right. The Whack-A-Mole guy is like, hey, are you tired of screen time? Come over here and whack a a mole. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Natalie, I've heard this, and since you know more than me, Maybe you can verify this. I heard once that supposedly Chuck E. Cheese's full name is Charles Entertainment Cheese. I think that is true. Is that true? I don't have it on my facts, but... If you... I I read that also. If you know, leave us a comment here. Garbagebrainuniversity.com. Go in, click on the comments if you know. Or you can look it up. You can help me with... This research takes a lot of time, guys. Sometimes you need to carry your own weight a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) We don't ask for much. One or two bings an episode you guys can do yourselves. You know what they say. If you can't think it, bing it. Yeah. I would like to point out also, like, while we're, like, still... We're, like, still in the beginning of the podcast. I would like to say that, like, I have allergies right now, and that is why I sound weird and gross. I'm sure that you're probably like, what's wrong with Natalie? She's getting depressed. No, I just haven't been able to breathe for about two weeks. So, just in case I sound too erotic for you. (laughs) I'm not trying to give you a boner. (laughs) I just have allergies. And for the record, I'm not trying to give you a boner either. This is a platonic yeah. operation. If you happen to get one, don't tell us. No. <laughs> Does Chuck E. Cheese play music? Or do the Chuck E. Cheese guys in there just like do like little jokes and stuff? I only went to Chuck E. Cheese once as a kid. And when I went there when I was 10, it was the first time I had been there. Right. So showbiz pizza... They have the animatronic rock band called the Rock of Fire Explosion. And I was wondering, I was like, does Chuck E. Cheese not have that? I'm going to look at it. I'm going to do a little Bing search here. They, they have all the big characters. I remember when my friend had this birthday, they set us at essentially, in my mind, it was a picnic table. I'm not sure if that's true. Yeah. It was a picnic table right in front of their big diorama. And then the mouse and his little buddies whatever is i don't know if they were a monkey or whatever they all kind of jerked around and they had like a soundtrack that played god these guys are creepy i forgot how creepy these fuckers were let's watch this video called gaming time we'll we'll include this in the thing they make donald trump face like when they just like open their mouth and like (laughs) It's like a it's like a face that Donald Trump would make. 
<laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, they, right. They do a little, I never, when I was a kid, I never liked stuff like that. I always felt as though they were trying to trick me. I was like, oh, you expect me to be tricked? Clearly the sound is coming from elsewhere. The mouse is not real. I think I must have gone to Chuck E. Cheese more than you did. I recall going to like a lot of birthday parties there and then like family trips there periodically. I think my dad was always of the mind that places like that were somehow a scam. I could see your dad hating that place. No, he wouldn't have liked it. He wouldn't have liked it. If I had said, hey, let's go there. I want to go there. He would have taken us. Because when I was a kid, when I was a kid, you know, six, seven, eight, watching old TV shows and a commercial comes on. And it says, uh, this is where a kid can be a kid. And I would have definitely been like, well, fuck that then. <laughs> I like, hate kids. <laughs> I, I, when I was a kid, and I'm feeling this again, when I was a kid, I hated all the other, not all the other kids, but I hated the way that kids would act. I was like, they're craven. <laughs> They can't control themselves. They are needlessly cruel. They do not have enough empathy, and they do not want to talk about... Anything interesting. Again, this was, like, my problem. This is not actually me being, like, smart or interesting. It's just my brain. When I was a kid, I wanted to watch the news. My parents are like, he doesn't even want to watch Looney Tunes. He wants to watch the news. And I'm like, well, the fucking Looney Tunes are, like, World War II stuff, number one. <laughs> And number two, they're not going to tell us what's happening in Iran. Like, there's a hostage situation. <laughs> so, no, something advertising and it's like, this is just for kids and it's kid stuff. Fuck that. So it's crappy and overpriced is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, so it's... <laughs> so this is meant to fool my peers, I see. <laughs> kind of pizza do you like the most you were asking me before if i was a pizza purist and what i thought about what should go on a pizza my feelings are i don't give a fuck what goes on it and honestly most of the pizzas i've liked the most have been non-traditional pizza because i don't like traditional pizza that much so my favorite pizza combo is probably mushroom onion and green pepper and i'll tell you why you have the bread, so you have the carbs, you have the tomatoes, so you got some sugar in there. Uh-huh. You've got the cheese, so you've got the fat. And then the mushroom, onion, and green pepper add a little bit of bitterness in uh-huh. a little bit of funkiness. Because the mushrooms are just very a little bit like aromatic, a little right. bit funky. So you get a little bit of that stink. And then you get, you know, the onions have that allium, so they have like that sulfur component. So it's just like a bouquet. Right. You get that pizza and it's like a bouquet. Whereas personally, if you get a pizza that's got a bunch of meat on it, pizza meat is all fatty. Yeah. Right? And so you get like the sausage and pepperoni. It's just like all grease and it tastes like you're eating grease. The best pizza I had that was non-traditional was called Thanksgiving pizza. I went to the grocery one day, which is a weird place to find good pizza. You know, I'm walking by, there's a pizza counter. Because in 2019, a grocery store is an amusement park now, right? Well, yeah, our grocery store has that big, huge, like, wood-fired oven in it. Yeah, and it has a bar. So you can go to the grocery store and drink there, and then you can walk by the pizza stand and 
get a pizza, but they had samples of pizza out. And the guy looks at me and he's like, hey, and I'm like, sup? And he's like, you want a pizza sample? And I'm like, eh. And he goes, it's Thanksgiving pizza. And I was like, what in the fresh fuck is this? (laughs) So I walk over and I'm like, what's Thanksgiving pizza? Turns out Thanksgiving pizza is pizza dough, traditional leavened wheat pizza dough, some kind of mozzarella provolone cheese. Mm -hmm. Instead of pizza sauce, cranberry sauce. Chunks of stuffing that have been browned by the pizza oven. Uh-huh. Little bits of mashed potato. Uh-huh. I made that pie once. Remember that pie? It I made? was very similar to that pie you made. It was really good, and there were little bits of roasted turkey on it. I had made that pie once where I got a big springform pan and I made a crust out of leftover stuffing. Then I put a bunch of turkey in it and gravy and then i did a layer of corn i believe and i did a layer of some cranberry and then i did a layer of mashed potatoes and then i did the top crust out of biscuits it was fantastic (laughs) it was really good i just used up all the leftovers on thanksgiving i made it and you called it Thanksgiving pie, Thanksgiving right? Thanksgiving pie, yeah. And, it, and you baked it. <laughs> uh-huh. I did. It was really good. It was good, yeah. So I think that I think that Thanksgiving pizza, totally non-traditional. So you thought that I was going to say the same answer as you. What's your favorite non-traditional pizza? This is probably my favorite pizza I ever had because, like I said, I'm not into it that much. It was a pizza I had at some restaurant here that was like, it was like a flatbread pizza, I guess. But it was like they made with dough. It wasn't made with something weird, right? And it had, um, instead of sauce, it had a layer of caramelized onions. And then it had, I believe it was a mix of goat cheese and Gruyere and then there was duck on it I believe there was no it was not duck it was prosciutto and candied lemons it was amazing (laughs) really good it it hits all the notes but in a gourmet fashion and it's not I didn't have to worry about someone fucking the tomato sauce up and like it was not like totally covered in cheese. It was like a, it was a decent amount of cheese, but most of it was goat cheese and that's my favorite kind. I actually like quite like goat cheese. I like that pretty good. I had a while ago, I asked all the people on Twitter. I said, hey guys on Twitter, what kind of pizza do you like? What is your favorite kind of pizza? It seemed that a lot of people said that they liked pizzas that were that did not seem particularly traditional. Our friend Brandon, who's at Brandon T. Snyder, uh, said that his favorite pizza was cheddar, mozzarella, parmesan, and burnt honey. Oh, that sounds good. It does sound good. And it doesn't sound like there's any sauce on it. Or if there is, it's like cheese. It sounds like it hits all the notes and you have the honey, so you have a little bit of of sugar on there, right? Sarah McHenry, who's at yellow cardigan on twitter she made a list of the stuff that she likes on her pizza and it was all pretty non-traditional she said she likes brussels sprouts and caramelized red onions and spinach mushrooms goat cheese asparagus ricotta arugula squash right now onions balsamic vinegar she just made a big list of a bunch of different stuff she said she makes her pizza herself though and the thing is is a big part of what makes the pizza good is having fresh dough that is stretched because then it's textural, right? Yeah. You stretch the dough and you 
you prepare it fresh. That's a big... Because the dough is like the substrate of the pizza. Sure, yeah. And all the things on that list sound pretty good. Yeah. Like, you could take good pizza and good cheese and good vegetables and, like, cook them and, and they would be good, right? Yeah. Uh, Mimi Smarty Pants, who is at Mimi Smarty Pants on Twitter, said that she likes to make her own pizza as well and said that she likes caramelized onions, goat cheese, garlic, and mozzarella. Um, I will say that a lot of people said that like, they liked goat cheese. Another thing I noticed, I always see people online talking about how much they hate pineapple on pizza. And I've seen people bitching about that so much. And then I was surprised that that was probably the most popular topping from people who tweeted at me. Like, a lot of people said they like pineapple pizza. I think it's very easy to have a binary opinion on that, which I think having a binary good or bad opinion just appeals to people because it makes it easy to just say what your opinion is and then people agree with you or they don't. What is more important to me than having people agree with the food I like is hearing people talk about why they like what they like. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like pineapple. You don't like pineapple? I love pineapple, but I'm allergic to pineapple. Okay. I'm very avant-garde as far as pizza. I think pizza is just like carbs and sugar and fat and salt. And right. it's just a way to deliver it in a pleasing form that is easier, maybe even fun to eat. And so I think however you have it, I think you should enjoy it. And if you enjoy it, that's called pizza, baby. <laughs> I like I like fruit in unexpected places. Like I'm a fan of like putting some fruit in there. I had a pizza here in Columbus pretty recently, and I think it had pears on it. Yeah, it was pears, and there's some kind of, was there prosciutto on that? There was pears, there was uh, some kind of cured pork, and there was a little bit of honey on it. And cheese. And cheese, and the dough was really well made. Yeah, yeah it was It was very good. Yeah. It was a good combo of flavors again. Right, right. Put some fruit in the salad, like like your salad with your salad dressing and your vegetables. I like a little bit of fruit in there. I, I'm always like, oh, put some raisins in the rice. Throw a little cranberry sauce on your pizza. You'll be surprised. Right. Putting a fruity note on stuff, you'd be surprised at how good that is on things. You got over a hundred replies on Twitter, and Natalie is at Natalie D-E-E on Twitter. If you don't follow her yet, you should. Someone said, oh, Comic Carl, who I believe I've shouted out on the podcast before, said that she likes pierogi pizza. I'd fuck with that. Pierogi pizza sounds amazing. I will fuck up a pierogi at any time. Because a pierogi is, it's like a pasta shell. Mm Mm-hmm. And then it has, like, potatoes and onions and cheese inside, right? Right. That would be great. I've had pizza with with mashed potatoes on it before, and it was good. I love pierogies. Now I want to have pierogies tomorrow. So there's pierogi pizza. Do you think you could make pizza pierogies? Oh, yeah, you could. It'd be gross. Why do you think it would be gross? Because it'd be soggy, doughy, and then none of the pizza toppings you put inside that pierogi would get any kind of oven action on it at all. So you would have pepperoni and all the grease from the pepperoni. Be trapped inside of it. It would be trapped. You would bite into it and the orange school pizza grease would run down (laughs) your throat. How is that not? Down your chin and ruin your makeup. (laughs) (laughs) 
You'd be fruitlessly using the pizza stand's shitty napkins to try to wipe school pizza grease out of your beard. Yeah, you ruin your fucking t-shirt. Your brand new t-shirt. <laughs> you look like a fucking asshole now. That's not for me. People seem to also <laughs> like chicken on pizza which is like that's something that I, for some reason doesn't turn me on i don't know what it is about it also there was a lot of people who said barbecue sauce well barbecue sauce i could see i could see that as being a good replacement for tomato sauce if you were going to go in a different direction with a pizza sure a good alternative to the very standard pepperoni pizza would be to have some like slow-cooked, moist chicken, mm-hmm. cheese, barbecue sauce, and then the dough. That would be really good, right? Well, I mean, you don't. I would love it. Yeah. What if you smoked the pizza itself? What if you that put... That would be very, I don't know if that What if you good. put a pizza in a smoker and you cooked it low and slow for 24 hours and you got in there every hour or two with like a mop with apple cider and you swabbed apple cider on it and then you (laughs) smoked it with like hickory. I think that the dough would probably soak up so much more smoke than a piece of meat would. And I think it would be like an ashtray. (laughs) I think I'm going to try it once. I got to try it sometime. Go for it. So people have been making pizza. Foods similar to pizza have been made since the Neolithic age. Really? Yes. Which is like, you know, take some kind of thing and make it flat and put some stuff on it. Yeah. Pretty basic geometry of food there. Yeah. Yeah. In Persia, they made pizzas in the 6th century that had cheese and dates. If you had some little restaurant downtown and you said uh, artisanal flatbread with dates and old world cheese... Somebody be like, mmm, $23. I fucking hate dates. What is it about them? I they think seem they're gross. They're gross. really bland. Is it textural? I think that they're too sweet and like the taste of it is bad. I don't okay. like it. I wouldn't sit I wouldn't sit around and eat them. They're like not interesting to me. No. I've had some bridge mix that's had chocolate covered dates in it and it always ruins my day. In like whole dates? Yeah. Or they're like pieces that, of dates. I don't know. Chocolate covered dates doesn't sound good to me. No. Modern pizza evolved from flatbread dishes, like I had just mentioned. Pizza the way we think about it what pizza is was made in naples italy in the late 18th century was there like a a pizza movement or was it just people started making it and then they just make would make it and they would sell them on the street imagine if you had never had pizza before and you're just wandering around naples and somebody's like do you want stick this in your dumb face (laughs) so they would be like put your stupid face around this asshole (laughs) 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 it's fucking pizza shut the fuck up (laughs) yeah don't mind if i do here's some lira homie it's all good so yeah so they invented it and then ever since then it's the taste sensation that's sweeping the nation Pizza, sure, it was beloved in 18th century Italy, but does this old treat translate to modern day? (laughs) (laughs) Think about it. Pizza. 13% 
of people in the United States eat pizza on any given day? So uh, roughly one in eight people eat pizza. On any day of the week. It is uh, one of the most popular food options in America. In the United States, there are 350 slices of pizza eaten every second. Like by everybody. Yeah. Yeah, that's too fast for for one person. No, that's like everybody in the whole country. I'm going to give you a little quiz. Little, 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 little quiz. Boop, 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 boop. Where'd it go? Doot, doot, doot. I'm going to have to keep on singing because I lost it. Doot, 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 doot. Oh, here we go. Mini quiz. (laughs) Here it goes. You ready for it? Five most popular days of the year to order pizza. The five days when the pizza delivery places are like, oh my God, we are selling more pizzas than any other time of the year. There's five of those days and you need to tell me what they are. Super Bowl day. Boing. That's number one. Oh yeah, right off the bat. You know what? I, I'm going to guess Halloween. Boing. Yeah. Because you're going to have an adult party, I guess. you got to go trick-or-treating so you don't want to cook dinner. And there's three more nights that are the most popular nights. Father's Day. No. I never beg for pizza on Father's Day. <laughs> no, you don't. But I just thought that would be... You're wrong on that one. Gosh, let me think. There's so many days of the year. Well, it's St- not going to be like April 6th. <laughs> Uh, what about Valentine's Day? No. You have to go more romantic than Pizza Hut on Valentine's Day, huh? Yeah. Christmas? No. What about the day after Christmas? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to read them off to you. The most pizzas are sold on Halloween, the night before Thanksgiving. Oh. New Year's Eve. New Year's Day and Super Bowl Sunday. New Year's. Yeah. That Big, makes a lot yeah. of sense, doesn't it? Pizza days. We like to say goodbye to the old year with pizza and say hello to the new year with pizza. <laughs> Did you know that in the last 25 years, cheese consumption has doubled just because people eat pizza? Really? Is it because they're using more cheese on I pizza? I believe so. And I also think that people are eating more pizza. Well, pizza is... Uh, still a pretty cheap way to feed a lot of people. Right. They all have been putting, like, extra cheese, Mr. Super King Kong cheese out, or take the crust and stuff it with cheese. You know, speaking of feeding a lot of people with a lot of cheese, I've heard that it is relatively controversial. And again, pizza purists, honestly, if you decide you have rules for what other people can eat, Like, you're a fucking asshole. Right, right. Is what it comes down to. Uh, You know, do you work for pizza laboratories in Italy? Are you on, like, the pizza standardization board? Um, Did you know that there is this pizza standardization board called the Associazione Verace Pizza Napolitana? (laughs) No, but 
If you're not on that, then shut the fuck right, up. Right. Right? Right. I don't like people telling me how I'm allowed to eat my food. The one always chaps my ass. Don't tell me I can't put ketchup on my hot dog or on my corn dog. Fuck off. You I'm know, putting ketchup on fucking everything. I don't give a fuck. Come at me. Absolutely. <laughs> and you deserve to get fought. I think it's totally valid to say, oh, I don't want ketchup on hot dog. I personally don't put ketchup on hot dog or corn dog. There's no reason for me to even mention it except in the context of people getting mad about it. Life is hard. You have to do stuff that you like because there's so much stuff that you don't like. There's so many people in the world that you don't know, you've never known, you won't know, you won't be friends with them. There's a hundred billion people that are dead. There's a hundred, so there's a hundred billion people that you can't even be friends with because they're gone. This is a hard fucking existence. Sure. If you want to eat pineapple or ketchup, fucking do it, dude. What is there in the world? Why would you seek to limit somebody else's joy? Because they think it is the correct way of doing it. It appeals to somebody's idea of being an arbiter of taste. Right. And it's fine to suggest suggest things if you suggest to somebody hey try what if you put pickles what if you put mustard you could put onions and red peppers or whatever on hot dog x y and z on pizza you could put arugula and asparagus like that would be good to me but i'm not going to tell somebody else don't use pepperoni right ultimately there are people who feel so unempowered in their time on this planet that they want to try to create a power structure for themselves by telling people, hey, don't dip your pizza in ranch dressing. There are people that like that. I don't like ranch dressing. Right. Fucking do it if you like it, right? Right. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. It doesn't matter. And nothing matters because nothing is real. The only, the only restrictions are the ones you put on yourself. So, like, just let them go. I have a quiz. It's time to do another one. It's time to do another one. And it's very cool how I put all that extra work in. So you take two quizzes. I'm ready. Is this the best one? It's me. I'm the best one. <laughs> Let's get it. All around, there's all kinds of different kinds of pizzas. Like regional styles of pizza. Regional pizza quiz. I'm going to name the name of the regional style pizza. And you tell me what kind of pizza it is. Chicago style pizza. Deep dish pizza. Right. It, that's where they put the sauce... That's where they put the sauce on top, right? And it's like it's like more like a casserole. There's so much shit in it. So, okay, you ready for another one? Yeah. Detroit style pizza. Isn't it like pan pizza, but it's not like deep dish, right? Right. It it has like a fluffy crust, so the it's thick and it's like more. It's kind of similar to focaccia a little bit. Um, they use brick cheese on it. And they put the sauce on top. And the sauce is on top again. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah, so I didn't know what that was. Right. Neapolitan style pizza. And that means Naples. It doesn't mean vanilla chocolate strawberry. Be cool if it did, though. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's that one where it's not a circle. It's like they tried to make it a circle, but then they were like, who cares? Right. And then they put basil on it. 
There's just big leaves on it. Is yeah. that the one? Yeah, I think so. Um, it has a thin, bubbly crust, and the toppings are applied sparingly, and they cook it in a wood fire oven. Yeah, so I got like one out yes, of. I, I got you like you. You painted a picture in my head that was sufficient. New York style pizza. That is the big floppy pizza. It's very big, and it's like limp. <laughs> Uh, St. Louis Pizza. St. Louis Pizza has this cheese on it. I think it's called Provel. And it's like this special kind of processed cheese. And processed cheese is different from cheese. Processed cheese is like... It's not It's like, like Velveeta. It, it's like Velveeta. Provel is like Velveeta, right? Right, right. That's right. It also has a cracker-like crust, and they cut it into squares. We're going to talk more about square-cut pizza later, but go ahead. <laughs> California-style pizza. I honestly don't know what California pizza is. I've eaten at California Pizza Kitchen, but I feel like that's not representative. That's just in the mall next to Payless. Actually, it is pretty representative. Uh, it is a pizza with unusual toppings like barbecue sauce, chicken, gouda, red onions, and shit like that. I get the California Pizza Kitchen. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah. I, so, quad Cities. That's like get on the train and ride it. <laughs> I don't fucking know. You. What is the... Wh- which four cities are they? Uh, I don't know. Let me find out. Bing it, maybe. The Quad Cities is a region of five cities. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so the problem has deepened. There are now five cities whose names I don't know. <laughs> uh, that it's in Iowa and Illinois. It covers the cities of Davenport and Bettendorf in Iowa, and Rock Island, Moline, and East Moline in Illinois. I'm very sorry. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Quad Cities is they put brewer's malt in the pizza crust and they cut the pizza into long strips. And then they top it with sausage, Canadian bacon, pepperoni, taco toppings, or vegetables. Taco toppings? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Know. You did all right. Oh, is that it? I mean, yeah. I left a couple of them out, but they were stupid. Well, the next time you're in Bettendorf, Iowa. <laughs> Have a taste of the Quad Cities, which are five of them. In Columbus, specifically, many pizza places in Columbus cut their pizzas into square slices. Right. They run the pizza cutter north and south uh-huh. across the pizza, and then they run it east and west. Right. So you have... Like on the quarters, you have very small little triangles, but the rest of them you have rectangular and square pieces. Right. In Columbus, we call this pizza style Northwest style pizza, not Pacific Northwest, Northwest Columbus. <laughs> Because that's where it was invented. And so the pizza is cut into square pieces because you can get a big pizza. You can get a 14, 16 inch pizza and you cut it into 8, 10, 12 slices, right? Sure. Let's say you cut a pizza into 12 slices. You can divide it two, three, four, or six ways. Let's say you're in Columbus. Somebody cuts your pizza eight ways up and down and eight ways across. Well, suddenly... You've got 64 pieces of pizza. (laughs) 
in the number of combinations where somebody can eat five and somebody can eat four pieces, it's just off the fucking chain. Fuck! And you just get in, you eat one, it's like a piece of popcorn. You eat a piece of pizza, and also you can go to a party, and you can eat a piece of pizza, and it's like not even anything. It's all good. Pretty sure that that style of cutting pizzas into squares is referred to as party cut. It is a party cut, and that just really tells you what we're about here. We want to party. Fuck! Ooh! O-H! N-O. <laughs> you know you could be in new york and you could take your pizza and it's just such a great metaphor that you take you know you're in this place with all these people and you go and there are all these things happening and you get your one piece of pizza that's very big and it's like a big sailboat or a big piece of paper or like a large hat and you fold it and it's very it curls in on itself the pizza's body language is i am of myself don't communicate with me and the party pizza cut is like everybody gets a slice we're all gonna be around this big flat pizza and the crust is very thin and very crispy doesn't weigh you down. It leaves room for you to get drunk. The way we have, it's like a cookie. It is like a fucking cookie. It's crispy. It's almost burnt on the bottom. It's fantastic. And it's called cracker crust. Yeah. Very thin. Not much going on. Just enough so that you know you're eating pizza. I know that you're eating pizza. I'm probably not having any. Did <laughs> <laughs> you know that uh, when you blot your pizza... You typically uh, only get rid of about 35 calories. I don't blot, I don't press napkins onto pizza. Unless it's like... It's going to drip on you. Yeah, unless I'm somewhere and they got a pizza that's covered in that school grease. So to some people, pizza is profound and an expression of the human capacity for joy. For others, pizza is whatever. It's whatever, I don't give a shit. (laughs) So... (laughs) If you haven't rated us on iTunes, go on your phone. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Por favor. If you haven't subscribed to Garbage Brain, we're at garbagebrainuniversity.com. You can listen to us on iTunes and Spotify and other places. I saw there's something called Podbean. Whatever. I can can barely figure out how to listen to podcasts as it is. However you do it. I'm sure we're there. Just make it happen. But if you subscribe at garbagebrainuniversity.com, you can comment. Leave us comments. Send us. I'm at Drew Toothpaste. Natalie's at Natalie D E E. Let us know about Garbage Brain. Leave us a comment there or comment directly on the article. And we'll talk to you again very soon. Bye.